0: You mean winters in igloos and Eskimos and penguins and ice? Possibly. See you. No, man. You're going to be part of my bobsled team. What you need me for? Who is the best push car driver in all of Jamaica? You're looking at them! Then you gotta do it! No! Maybe you can hum the theme song Won't hold it against you if you get parts wrong While the memory's not too strong There's a piece of you from a time long gone So while these fuzzy warm feelings remain The question we ask is still the same To the treasure or just plain lame Is this still good?
1: Hello and welcome back to Is This Still Good? The only podcast where I am told I am not allowed to do a Jamaican accent. That's probably good advice. Yeah, I mean, you got to start sometime. I'm extremely tempted now, though. <laughs> Soon it'll be Italian that I'm not allowed to do. Okay, we're we're really not going to. At- Hello, <laughs> welcome back to. Is this still good? I'm Sage, and I'm Gavin, and you're all caught up, and we are doing our first live show, by by which I mean we are in person <laughs> in, <laughs> in the same room uh, with a with a live, live living room audience. audience. I apologize Um, if they meow (laughs) or knock things over. (laughs) Just kidding. I will never apologize for anything a cat does. What's up, Gavin? How you been? Oh, you know, I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm doing good. Is it weird to perform for each other five feet away? It is. Sorry, six feet away, a proper distance. More eye contact
0: and not through a screen.
1: You know, now if I look away, I feel bad. (laughs) Well, I think we should stick with the normal house rules, which is you are never to make eye contact with me ever. Fair enough. Gavin. What, what are we doing here? I've got a very important quote. We're trying new things. <laughs> I've got a very important question for you. Shoot. How do you feel about the Winter Olympics?
0: Um, wow, you really got me on the spot here. Didn't know this was going to come up. <laughs> uh,
1: these are not the X Games that you're talking about. Uh, there's some crossover, but like specifically the Winter Olympics as an institution and the sports contained within um you know it's fine i I don't that's why i asked
0: i I, I do not have strong feelings about the olympics in general i think in general i'd rather watch team sports so hey like international hockey super down for um i have got great news (laughs) for you if if you get me you know at least say two to four people and maybe giant hunks of metal and make them go really fast you might have my attention where are you going with this how do you feel about jamaica oh um i don't know that much about it but mostly mostly good in my book there's some great music coming out of that area um true, true. Some very fast people uh you know i think that's generally but they're more of like summer olympics folk i what why was that the follow-up question
1: Oh, well, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you. For oh, your... fair
0: enough. Good podcast. We're out.
1: You guys, uh, you, you want to you wanna talk about a movie, you guys? Hey, cats. <laughs> you want to talk about a movie? I don't know how to intro this when we, by the way, do not have a guest today.
0: That's right. This is a podcast where we remove nostalgia goggles and take a look back down at um, past movies from our childhood and decide whether they are treasures
1: or trash. And today we are talking about a movie I have never seen before, but always assumed I Clearly had. You really are supposed to watch these before the podcast, stage. Well, I, I've got it in the background on mute right now. <laughs> it's it's going to be fine. Uh, it says uh, Jamaica 1987. And the movie's called...
0: Cool Runnings? Yes. Trying to do it at the same time? I don't <laughs> I don't know how to take these, uh, these visual visuals. I wanted to see if, if I can
1: trick you into doing a Jamaican accent. <laughs> Just tease
0: you into it. I will... I will do some quotes later on that I will, will be unable to refrain from uh, attempting to quote.
1: Gavin, have you seen wins. this movie before?
0: So I, I grew up with this movie. I love this movie. I've seen it so many times. Uh, it, it has been in heavy rotation, much like Poltergeist, Mulan, and Rudolph um, the Red-Nosed Reindeer are kind of like the Those kind are- of movies that I just had on rotation to fall asleep to. I've just seen... Princess Bride, I would count among that too. Just, that's that's your type five. I, I I guess. I didn't. It's not a comedy routine. These are movies that matter to me, Sage. But your,
1: your type five of movies that matter to you—that's what that <laughs> phrase means.
0: Okay. I, I guess I've heard it in other contexts, but yes, I, I <laughs> this movie. This movie is is one that I've seen countless times. Um, it had been a long time since I had seen it. When was the last time you saw it? I probably four years ago, maybe something like that. I just. It just pops on sometimes. You know. You just turn on the TV and there's some Jamaican dudes in John Candy uh, bobsledding their hearts out. And it's hard not to pay attention. I take it you also have seen this movie and love it. And uh, hence the Jamaican shirt that you're wearing and the bobsledding uh, knit cap that you've got on.
1: You know, I could have worn all those things. (laughs) (laughs) I could have dressed up for your cats. I don't have any Jamaican. Oh, no, I do have a giant Bob Marley shirt. But I picked it up in Malaysia. I don't, I that don't checks know
0: what out. is. It's either that or outside of a high school uh, where someone's trying to sell you Ikea at a discount for um, a Pulp Fiction poster.
1: You know, I do weirdly own a lot of like Caribbean and Latin American apparel that I did not pick up in this hemisphere.
0: Do you want to explore that?
1: <laughs> I, if I knew the connections, but like I don't know the connections between like Bob Marley and Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to just miss say a bunch of stuff. I know Rastafarianism has like some uh, roots in Ethiopia, and that's all I know. I didn't know that. So. If I if I knew a little bit more, I would feel comfortable enough saying things and being wrong about them. Mm-hmm. But that's the exact level of knowledge I have.
0: That's a lot of self awareness. Yeah.
1: Uh, so let's see. I got <laughs> I have a Che Guevara shirt that I picked up in Europe. I've got a Bob Marley like just super comfortable thin ugly ass green t-shirt i picked up in malaysia back to bob's sleds though that's what i call my sled full of bob marley (laughs) albums okay he's the sled god didn't you know i was unaware (laughs) well now you know that's why you come to these podcasts that's why i keep inviting you back Mm -hmm. to every podcast
0: it's hard to yes and about bob marley facts i'm gonna be honest (laughs) i used to confuse him with bob dylan for the longest time and uh, I didn't like either of them, based on the fact that I didn't like a Bob Dylan album, and didn't couldn't tell them apart.
1: That's really not that surprising <laughs> of a story. <laughs> Plus, there were no Weird Al covers of Bob Marley songs, were there? Were I'm there? sure there probably yeah, were. Yeah, I feel like he would have busted out an accent, no problem. <laughs> still can.
0: He's still on tour. He's still doing doing Lord's work. Most um,
1: times you can do it. Uh, f- feel free to bust out the accent if you're literally quoting from the movie. Just don't try to create anything new <laughs> to make <laughs> the accent. I feel like that's where the lines are. For I'm,
0: I'm okay with that line. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah. So you have not seen this movie. To to circle back, <laughs> I
1: have seen this movie actually. Well, I saw it last night.
0: Okay, there you go. Yeah. You did not grow up with this movie.
1: I. Did not. Um, I was trying to figure out why everything was so familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out, um, I did read a book about it in college that I had completely forgotten about.
0: The production of movie or the actual bobsled team? No,
1: the actual, like, 1988 Olympics. Oh. Uh, which is...
0: As a whole a or fun. focused
1: on bobsledding? Okay, it was it a was history of the Winter Olympics, but, like, I had, like, a full chapter about about Jamaica. Interesting. Um, I, I, I got it more because there was, like, a weird... Uh, We'll we'll talk about this later, but uh, Bosnia held a Winter Olympics. Eh, fuck it, let's talk about it right now. Separate. Uh, yeah, no, they're not all happening on the same year. <laughs> uh, Bosnia. Oh,
0: I you just go- thought you meant in 1988, Bosnia threw its own Winter Olympics. No, it's so not it's like, like a fuck the mainstream. It's not like a North Korea thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, Bosnia got to host the 1984 Olympics, mm-hmm. and uh, Bosnia was at the time a very poor country. Still is mostly. Um, but now it's poor because of uh, war stuff. Uh, so when you, if you go to Sarajevo, they make much more of a deal out of it than um, – look, if you go to Atlanta right now, they'll never tell you about all the times they've hosted the Olympics. <laughs> it won't come up. You go to Sarajevo, you will get a tour of all the Olympic sites. And to be fair, they they built things. And spent some money on it. They spent some money on it, and it's all still there. So they actually, the only time I've been to a bobsled track uh, is a lovely, abandoned, rusted-ass, graffiti-over bobsled track that you can hike all the way along in, in the hills above Sarajevo. But don't go too fast or you get to the serb controlled area where people still might shoot you. Hmm. Um, But uh, what's, what's the Winter Olympics without a little bit of danger?
0: Yeah, I will say, you know, we're probably not going to go in deep on it, but... The Olympics in general are extremely expensive for the host countries, and there's a lot of arguments against it as a uh,
1: institution in a lot of ways. It's a it's an extremely problematic institution. Yeah, like but, you know FIFA level, but arguably a little worse. There's also all sorts of yeah. Again, if I knew more about it, I would I would spout my mouth off. But I do remember being in um, in Azerbaijan and finding out that the president is also the Precedent of the Olympic Union. <laughs>
0: Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of places you can you can look up uh, the ethics
1: of the Olympics. This is not this is not that place. <laughs> yeah, if you want to enjoy things, just don't look up the ethics. For instance, <laughs> this is a Disney movie. Just yeah. stop there and <laughs> enjoy it, or or don't. It's your right. This is a '93 Disney movie. This is class. a 1993 John Turtle Tub uh Disney movie. And I don't know if you if you peeped this, Gavin, uh, but I believe that will be the first director we've done two episodes on. Who what else did he do? Uh he did a little movie, and by which I mean a movie with uh with several small people uh with a range of uh fighting ability. He did three ninjas.
0: Oh okay, all right. Yeah. That, that checks out. That makes sense. That yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I figured Jonathan Frakes would be the first one that we did multiple episodes on between Clockstoppers and a random Star Trek movie that's never ended up happening, even though we've had a lot of people scheduled a lot of different times.
0: Yeah, it's true. But here we are with Three Little Ninjas and a bunch of bo-
1: Jamaican Bob's letters. So this is actually a sequel to
0: Three Ninjas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's in the
0: uh, shared cinematic universe.
1: High noon at bobs- Bobsled Mountain. Yeah.
0: Um... Speaking of, would you like to attempt a recap of Free Ninjas
1: using a Jamaican accent?
0: (laughs) I'm going to let you answer that question for yourself.
1: But, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Here it goes. Now, it's been a whole 24 hours since I've seen this movie. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Cool Runnings is a 1993 Disney film based on true events, kind of. Mostly. Mostly. Mostly true events. Sure. Uh... About a Jamaican bobsled's unlikely participation. The bobsled or the team? Well, the bobsled, too. Basically, everything about a team of Jamaican bobsledders who go to the Calgary Olympics in 1988. Uh, What was your question?
0: Recap the movie. (laughs) Recap the movie.
1: That's not a question. It's a demand, it's a
0: request. I don't think it's too much to ask.
1: Okay, fair enough. It's all—it's not like we've done it 46 times by now. <laughs> and I don't know. They do that. So there, we uh, are introduced to our team of uh, Olympic hopefuls mm-hmm. and their friend who is around for some reason. Um, these people don't really know each other for the most part, but uh, they're all at the same race, uh, trying out to be J- Jamaica's representative in some brace i don't remember sprinting yeah just just generic Two hundred millimeter
0: 200 i believe meter. they
1: can do the 100 meter in under 10 seconds yeah, or something yeah. uh and then one of them trips and that ends up wiping out the other two mm-hmm. um because uh if you if you trip at a race you don't win <laughs> that that is that is uh, i've heard that fortunately <laughs> same thing with sledding no he goes to uh the our main character whose name i do not remember but the actor's name is leon yep We'll call him Leon. No last name in the credits. <laughs> I only remember He's one like character <laughs> name in this movie, and that is Yul Brenner, <laughs> one of the
0: other racers. Yul Brenner, aka Baldy, aka I'll draw draw a line down the middle of your head so it looks like the butt that you are.
1: He's the mean one. <laughs> Although
0: that was a line given to him by someone who is the fun one. Who's the fun one, Sage?
1: Sanka is the fun one, and Sanka, in his off time, uh, puts together a pushcart championship.
0: Correct. Well, Where he, does, participates, he, he participates, in. participates. We don't need to correct. This is his seventh year competing, and uh, <laughs> he is the longest competing pushcart driver in Jamaica. But yeah, yeah, continue.
1: Anyway, Leon really wants to get to the Olympics, uh, and he goes to see his his dad, who is also it's his father, right? think his dad's dead but continue he goes to see an older jamaican man whose relationship i did not understand <laughs> to ask to do the race again and while he's there he sees a picture an older picture you can tell because it's black and white and because the people are younger <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> these are the important details that you have to texture in you're
0: sleuthing I, I like it continue uh, i'm not interrupting you at all just continue
1: Of the man and another man who is a white man who has several medals over, and he asks, "That man is sad, by the way. (laughs) Tell me about all. (laughs) Tell me about this picture." Turns out that there was a bobsledding championship, which, as far as I can tell, is when everyone in this movie finds out that bobsledding exists. uh, Who has moved to Jamaica to give up on his dreams? (laughs) Uh, And our lead wants to be in the Olympics so bad that he does not care how it happens uh so he decides all right bobsledding's a thing it's like push carts we've got all the elements together uh the other two join on and they they convince a very uh very out of shape very surly john candy who seems to just want to drink himself to death in a jamaican bar uh to coach and uh that's where the movie starts they they train they go to canada um they con their way into the Olympics. <laughs> I don't want to say bad about it, but they basically like they just take a, a lot of leaps that end up paying out.
0: Yeah, they take some chances. I wouldn't say they con their yeah. way in. They're in it.
1: They, uh, You think that this team who had never actually been in a bobsled race earned to represent in an Olympic event of bobsledding. I mean, they qualify because the movie treats it like they 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 deserve it. They, I don't think they qualify. They do. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, uh, there's conflict and uh, there's a lot of a lot of fun Jamaican bobsledding, which is the movie you came to see. Yeah, I don't really remember what happens in the second half.
0: Uh, they compete. They have an mediocre to bad run followed by a mediocre run followed by a run where they unfortunately crash and do not finish their third race but none of them die sonka's egg doesn't break uh the egg being his like good luck charm that he keeps inside of his bodysuit and uh they carry the bobsled across the finish line showing people that they at least you know care enough to finish the race
1: yeah it is one of those movies where the uh, the the one line "I am to be" summary of the film really is the summary of the film. Yeah, and uh, you're all caught up with enough enough context to understand whatever else we talk about on this podcast. So, Gavin, what else do we talk about on this podcast? Well, <laughs> I mean, so you
0: you I guess we should get into our relationship with this movie before you yes. had heard of it. I'm assuming. Of it was course, kind I've of a big deal.
1: Runnings, yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but it's a movie about Jamaican bobsledders. It yeah. really, there's not. I I in the last day I have tried to come up with another like fish out of water example. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't come up with any fish out of water story that's real. Stop my mom oh okay. Never mind. <laughs> That is well. It's like if I if I want to make a comparison, mm-hmm. I I really just sub out like one of the words because Jamaicans entering a bob's the closest thing I could have is uh, a bunch of unlikely um, contestants from the Cayman Islands <laughs> enter a bobsledding competition or skiing or just anything else where you go from. Um, People without a lot of resources, which is three of the uh, characters mm-hmm. in this movie, not counting the guy whose dad the one yeah the yeah. one rich boy from jamaica the one the one rich boy from Jamaica, <laughs> this movie doesn't do do a lot to explain why they want to leave Jamaica. <laughs> they all seem to have it pretty well,
0: <laughs> well, only one of them really wants to leave Jamaica, and that's Yule Brenner, okay, yeah, he's having a bad time I would. He doesn't like other people. One one of my problems with movies, I don't, I don't understand
1: Palace. why he wants to leave. Um, we just the scene would have fixed that. Anyway, yes, uh, my relationship with Cool Runnings is from a, a little slice of uh, animated Wonderland called Futurama, because <laughs> they do hmm. have a Cool Runnings episode with the uh, incomparable Hermes Conrad putting together. You've seen that, right? I, I must have. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm he, just assuming you've seen every episode. Of I, I I think that is a safe assumption.
0: I'm trying to remember the exact episode that you're referencing, but yes, I know Hermes Conrad, legendary um, Limboer, and Jamaican, and Autocrat? Is that No, not Autocrat. What is he? Bureaucrat. <laughs> very <laughs> very different. Thing.
1: He works for the Bureau of Autocrats. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. And uh, then I guess I just assumed I'd, I'd seen it. Um, I, I assumed there were more famous people in it. <laughs>
0: Well, there almost were. That was surprising to me. Although I don't know if they were famous back then.
1: Uh, yes. <laughs>
0: but John Candy was no was no slouch in terms of uh, his career even at that moment. And then we got Dougie Doug, who I didn't know from anything but this movie. But he's a Cosby. He's what? He's one of the Cosbys, I think.
1: Oh, I thought he was a Dougie Fresh. I don't know who Dougie Fresh is. Is mm-hmm. that an MC? Is Dougie Fresh in the Get Fresh crew. No. A, unless I've got one of these names wrong, he's a very famous beatboxer <laughs> anyway. Okay. That checks out. It's okay. Okay. But yeah. You want to try beatboxing? <laughs> you
0: don't want me to try beatboxing. Okay, you beatbox it's and I'll rap over it in, in a Jamaican, Jamaican accent. accent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um all right. So you missed this movie somehow. And this was I mean, this was during a crowded year. I missed for this Disney. movie because
1: I didn't have a TV growing up.
0: I mean, this was a VHS rental. Fine. Which you've talked about renting VHS movies. You know, my
1: dad just didn't like Jamaica. Now how do you feel? That's, I mean, that checks out. I'm sure my dad loves Jamaica. <laughs> how does that check out? I know, I'm just kidding. You think I, grew, growing up in Alaska, purposely missed a movie about the Winter Olympics? Honestly, yeah. You know how many you times I've seen Miracle? That's what I was about to ask how many. Well, I think once. <laughs> I vaguely remember it. Okay, it's a fun movie. Yeah. How
0: uh, about Mystery Alaska? Uh, Twice. Okay, keep going. It's not a mystery for you. I got it. Ask how many times I've seen Balto. Let's go through the du- the Mighty Ducks series one by one.
1: I have definitely seen D three the Mighty Ducks. I'm not <laughs> sure about the other ones. It doesn't look it doesn't uh, translate to bullshit. Contiguous United States hockey
0: and the cartoon series of that shares the same name.
1: Uh, what about what about the one where Emilio Estevez left because he didn't want to get vaccinated?
0: I don't know if you're actually. Being, that, that's not a thing, right? Yeah, no, it is.
1: Oh, Disney Plus has a show where they're just continuing it without Emilio Estevez. Cool, it's
0: cool, the cool, Hot cool. gossip you
1: come to the pod for. All right, well, um, you'd ask me a question at some point. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, I have been, but like, let's let's so. So the movie starts in 1987. <laughs> you're the one who brought this onto this podcast, so I'm curious. <laughs> did you were you just like? How have scrolling I through Disney movie? Plus
1: and noticed that Cool Runnings was a thing? Yes, I was.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. That answers that question. <laughs>
1: no, it is uh, It is as we're recording this, and hopefully when the episode comes out, it is Winter Olympics week in in the real world, uh, where people are doing all sorts of extreme winter activities for the pride of their nation. And that made me think about Cool Runnings because after the Super Bowl, I was watching some, I'm not certain if it was bobsledding or ice luge um, But uh, it, it, they're just things because
0: i was very drunk it was the I super a, i have a question is that so this movie ma- manages to make bobsledding entertaining enough to watch and we watch i think maybe four actual bobsled runs if they'd shown me a fifth i would have been bored
1: i i am mean, <laughs> one i i very much disagree but uh you understand how, how accurate uh, the depiction of bobsledding was in this, right? Oh, 100% like, accurate, right? It was like, it nails- literally footage from the 1988 ABC. I, do, I, did, I <laughs> did. Like, that footage of them crashing is the actual footage of the team crashing. I
0: did read that. I did not know that until today.
1: He also filmed it at the site, because why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's only five years later, and like you said, people yeah. don't tear down bobsled. Uh, routes apparently. Just well, I mean leave that's, that's probably throughout a throughout the United- <laughs> permanent the world. installation
1: there <laughs> because it's Calgary. I don't think you can do like uh, twelve months of winter sports, but like you know, just like if you've got like a prestigious ski ski resort uh, that has like a, a long ramp put in, that might just stay there. Sure. You don't get rid of your halfpipe when the Olympics leave.
0: Yeah, I guess. I just, I
1: just. How how much traffic does a bobsled course get? Well, the bobsled industry (laughs) exploded after 1993. I'm making that up. So I've never, I obviously grew up in Alaska. I grew up with a love of winter sports. Did you guys have high school bobsledding? We didn't, I don't know where to go bobsled. It really, it really seems like a rich person activity.
0: Most, most Olympics. The Olympics is a rich person activity.
1: so so like yes and no i mean winter olympics may be a little bit more um if only because like most of the countries with winter resorts end up being like uh better off more developed western countries
0: it sounded like there was a butt coming because it sounded like you wanted to disagree with me but then you didn't
1: (laughs) i always want to disagree with you
0: okay fair enough well what are some of your favorite parts of this movie having seen it
1: now uh, having seen it now, I just, I mean, it's Jamaican's bobsledding. <laughs> I, like, I've got a different relationship with, with John every, Candy. every part. of See, like, the John Candy of it all doesn't really do anything for me. I've never had a reason to be a big John Candy fan. Do you have a different? I i yeah, this, have seen this... John Candy in this and uh, playing I mean, strange automobiles, automobiles, which and I haven't seen. And he's <laughs> fine in both of them.
0: I, he's in some spy movie where they attack Canada, I think, that I've seen. Really? Yeah. Is it called Cool Runnings? <laughs> no. It's not not in a, not in like I can build a shared universe <laughs> really fast. Um, so this is what this is the movie that I have goodwill towards John Candy from, and it's that, that specific moment where, uh, they're doing the training montage and they're running across that bridge a few times, and you see him making those snowballs and he's ready to to hit them all with them. Oh, he's sneaky! And then they all, they each have their own snowballs and they hit him with it. And then he gives a rousing speech. It's it's a delight. John Candy really gets to give some impassioned speeches in this movie and they all work for me. Like, you know, he's definitely not the hero of the show. It's like the core, the core is the four bobsledders and they are kind of split into separate kind of duos where they have their own thing going on. John Candy is dealing with his past. Like that is the story that he is doing. And it, it works. That story works for me where he's like, you know, his, when they all get disqualified and he comes and busts into the boardroom of like the heads of the bobsled committee or whatever they are and is like, don't take this out on my guys. Take this out on me if you have a problem with me. But don't take this out on my guys.
1: So the most the most controversial take I'm going to have about this movie, probably we'll we'll see what happens in the next however long. Okay. Um no, I think I think the character is is very good. He's got a clear character arc. He's got like a very clear want and a very clear need. Um I think the movie should actually be more about him. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's controversial is because I'm, I'm, I'm advocating to make it less about the Jamaicans and that's, that would be a very different movie.
0: Sure. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I think they do a good enough job telling his story. I think they've hit all the beats they need to hit. Like I wouldn't want any flashbacks to his past. God for like really don't want that. And, I, I don't know what more we need from his story.
1: I think he should start off trying to con the Jamaican business team. <laughs> I think he should have an ulterior motive that mm-hmm. he has to like get get out of. Um, because this, this becomes a movie about second chances, but yeah. I don't think that's really through the whole thing. I think during the second act, that kind of disappears for just a bunch of fun and games, and I kind of forget what the movie's about until very close to the end. Hmm. I think it really loses the thread. I um, d-
0: I disagree, but I understand where you're coming from. Um, I think
1: th- some of that is that there are there are four Jamaican bobsledders, and we just don't get as good an idea of like who they are and what they want.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it is we are looking at the interactions through them and how they complement each other. Like mm-hmm. that is the story, and you know, at the core there is the Sonka, Leon. Leon. I'll just look it up. It's Leon. Sanka and Leon. Well, that's t- the that's the actors. <laughs> thing. I know. Okay. That works. Okay. Um, you know, their friendship and relationship and how they have each other's backs. And it is about, like, you know, a different type of qualifying for the Olympics in and, and an event that none of them are ever going to win. Um, and a lot of fatherhood trauma. I mean, I guess the only person that, like, you're talking about Ewell Brenner. Uh, I almost called him Ewell Brennings. <laughs> um, you know. But he, Ewell Runnings. He, he is there to, you know, compliment and open up you know his 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 uh arc is going from don't touch me to uh hugging junior and watching as they grow into friends and that he's like you know he doesn't need to escape jamaica now because he's doesn't have to be alone anymore and i think that's beautiful
1: yeah it's (laughs) it's it it ties up neatly enough uh by the end uh there's just there is there are multiple stretches of this movie where I, I really lose the the through line. Uh, the, the guy's name is Doris, is the character's name. Sure, that sounds right. Uh, it's Doris, uh, Yul Brenner, uh, junior. Junior. Yep. And uh, Eggman, Sonka. Sonka. Yeah, Sonka and his egg, and John Candy, and John Candy, who I'm
0: playing John Candy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm most comfortable forgetting his name. Yeah. No, and uh. It's, there's like, so much of this is peppered through, like, part of the reason I think that you kind of lose the thread is because it just stops, it's a movie that endears itself and decides to have fun. And it's just like, we're going to do set pieces, we're going to do character moments, um, because we know where we're going. We're going to race a bobsled in the Olympics. It's not like there's any, you know, they're going to pretend they're not going to do that, but it wouldn't be a movie if they didn't do that. So I, I'm not worried about whether or not they're, you know, when they, they, there's like fun stuff where they go to Canada without having a bobsled and John Candy has to go to his ex teammate I'm assuming and be like hey man can you can you do me a favor can you can you get me a bobsled and the guy's like are you
1: fucking kidding me for <laughs> only 5 grand <laughs> you came here that's What's why I think bobsledding bobsled? might be a rich person's sport is yeah. what they get scoffed at. It's like you can't get a bobsled for five grand in
0: nineteen eighty-eight. What makes me curious then is like, what was that twenty grand that they got
1: before that? Well <laughs> even that just seemed so high, but I don't know about like registration or anything. I just know for like sure, to get right. from Jamaica to Canada, and I do have to remember that like plane tickets actually used to cost more mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. than than they do now, which seems insane because plane tickets are still very high. That's not a a super common route, uh. But for five people, twenty thousand in nineteen eighty eight really seems like it should have should have gotten them a long way, <laughs> especially when they stopped to buy a lot of winter clothes. I mean, they needed. Apparently,
0: it's cold up there negative twenty four degrees, as the uh, as the chart says,
1: which is cold. That that should have been the most fun part of the movie, it ended up being like the most money, the most annoying. Where there's just like. A mon- a Disney montage of that era, just showing I don't know Jamaicans going shopping and assimilating. T- I don't know. You'd want that to be longer. I just want it to be less Disney montage-y. <laughs> like, just show us a couple scenes and we're good, and not just have like speed ramping and I don't know. My the first I wrote down very few notes during this, mm-hmm. but uh, the very first one I put is it's real Disney in it. I did write in it.
0: Yeah, it was a Disney movie it's a 93 disney movie. This is the mm-hmm. same year that like Hocus Pocus and a Night before christmas came out. Disney was on top and
1: they were This was actually their their most successful live action movie of all time up to the point. Wow. I mean, I'm trying to think of others that Princess Diaries? Yeah, it's it's hard to remember what like what's that <laughs> t- I, it's like what uh what a Disney live-action movie meant back then. Because uh, now, like, 10 of the top 20 most successful movies of all time are Disney live-actions, and most of right. the rest of them are Disney animated. <laughs> That's what happens I mean, when you buy Star Wars, Pixar, and Disney's Fox. Marvel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marvel.
0: No, I mean, there's, like, you know, Sonka hiding the, the, the water-warm water warm whoopee cushion thing. I don't know what that is. I've never been this cold, so... I can't relate anyway, so I'd rather they breeze past that stuff. <laughs> but like I and got exactly as much of them being cold as I'd I'd want. Like put on the wardrobe in this movie is awesome too. All the colors, it's so much fun and even when they're in the cold weather, it's all like just super hip 90s
1: colors. Oh yeah. Great. The color scheme in this movie is uh, I'm not mad at the movie being in 1993 which i guess like it should probably look like this anyway cuz it took place in 1988 right right yeah yeah um
0: how do you feel about the swiss bodysuits i love them <laughs> speaking of wardrobe fashion the the slim fitted uh swiss machine that is the uh swiss bobsled team the heroes of at least the driver for the jamaican the, bobsled team
1: the uh, the manufactured villains of this movie yes
0: well no those those the the, the, the east germans are the <laughs> Or the douchey Jamaica? What you do not belong here. You're tourists.
1: <laughs> you, uh, you telling me you can uh, tell Swiss and East German people apart?
0: Well, yeah, they're wearing different
1: colors. I'm colorblind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, I, I I do like the uh, the German villains. Which you, you gotta love a German villain. Yeah, I say that with all love. It's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, they have there have been historical monsters that are German, which makes it really easy to cast a uh, German accent as as villains, and it's a nice shorthand.
1: You talk about like the Kaiser. Yeah.
0: You talk about Otto von Bismarck. One, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> talk about like a couple of the Habsburgs. Or...
0: But yeah, you do not belong here. Go you talk about go, Hans back Gruber where you came
1: from. <laughs> Yeah,
0: and that leads to a great bar fight also that we'll probably skip over, but it's a good time.
1: I think that's fun, but I also think that's such a staple of movies at the time. Um, Have you been to Canada? I've been in an airport
0: in Canada. That doesn't count. I've looked at Canada across a bit of water in Washington.
1: First off, all airports are technically the same country. (laughs) Well, it's your internet airport. Okay, anyway, uh, it doesn't count. Have you been to Jamaica? I was supposed to go to Jamaica. Oh, and I thought you had actually been. No. So I had I
0: was going to go film a video out there. But you couldn't my, get a bobsled. <laughs> my my bobsled did not come through in time. And so I could not uh could not get the passport uh it wasn't wasn't fast enough. Well, it's a really it hard really RNA to fill out. Really cool runnings. Yeah.
1: Uncool runnings.
0: <laughs> but so no, I have not been to Jamaica. I've also never seen The Harder They Come, which is, like, the actual big uh, Jamaican movie. Huh?
1: Oh, I'm thinking of The Harder They Fall. The Harder They Come. Maybe it's is The Harder They Fall. The Maybe The Harder They fall Come is, is like the porn the...
0: parody that I also haven't seen. <laughs> <Yeah. but>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kendra
1: Selva, uh, Jonathan Majors. Oh, is that? I'm talking about a Western that came out, like, at the end of last year. Yeah, no, I saw that one. Um yeah. Just a just a real solid black cowboy movie.
0: No, so there's a very famous Jamaican gangster movie uh-huh. that has like one of the best selling soundtracks of all time. Um, along it, with this movie. <laughs> is that what murder
1: she wrote on? I I don't catch the reference. It's That's one of the most old famous, famous Jamaican songs sucks. that for some reason is called is Oh, I was just thinking like the
0: BBC TV show of this old woman who solves mysteries and, and writes crime novels.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think it's so weird that there's a very famous Jamaican song. I don't I don't know if they're connected. <laughs> I don't know if one's just like there's a lot of, of slang I don't understand that makes it into Jamaican Creole or whatever mm-hmm. um, that like I am just fascinated by because it will be like references to things I think I understand and maybe I understand them in a different way or maybe Murder, She Wrote is just a really popular show in Kingston. I don't know. I, I don't even know who to ask about that.
0: I'm going to assume the latter, but yes, I have question marks written all over my face. You
1: don't think well. it's the other way around?
0: that, uh, that whole, the the show whole. is taken from uh, from a <laughs> Just popular ripped out. from Jamaican pop culture. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Mother, she wrote.
0: Yeah, no, that's probably Mother,
1: the case. Mad wrote. You never heard that?
0: I probably have. You've mentioned that you read a book about the 1988 Olympics that did not take place in Bosnia. But Correct. Um what what was in that book about the real Bob team? Cuz up until today I didn't actually even really ever think to even confirm if this was a true story or not.
1: It is mostly a true story. And I I, I, I flirted in the last 24 hours about actually going back and doing some, some research and finding out the fact versus fiction. I don't think that matters that much, so I I, I, I agree didn't. 100%. But, I, but... I, can, I can tell you what I remember is one is like they were um they weren't really underdogs i mean they were in the uh in the classic sense of like they don't have the experience and so they had to raise money to get there i mean that counts yeah yeah i'm just saying like in terms of like the east german villains and like everyone mm-hmm. rooting against them it was like no everyone was pretty stoked that they were there because well, of course they would be. and
0: that's because like i mean in terms of like the movie needed people to count them out and laugh at them but like yeah, in real world, people everyone loves an underdog. That's the reason this movie works. Is everyone loves the underdogs? Yes. So yeah, of course, I think all both of those can be true. Like, we'd be rooting for them. Yeah. Out, outside you, of Jamaica. you
1: have to manufacture conflict anytime you're telling a, a true story. Whenever you're adapting real life, because there's just there's so few stories in real life that have like. Twists happen in just the right way, and right. the Right amount of conflict. You gotta, you gotta characters. make it up. Uh, for instance, <laughs> did you know that you absolutely can add weights to your bobsled? There's no problem with it.
0: That I did not.
1: Know. In fact, sometimes you have to. But basically, competitive bobsled has a uh, a minimum and maximum weight. So and it probably does was not matter over the maximum weight, but they didn't think about. It. They didn't. Like, I mean, it it's, sounds it's cleaner it's if we just say <laughs> possible. Yeah and like the actual I don't think there was a, a cheating scandal and like the coaches past. I'm fine with them at it it makes yeah. a more complicated character and someone who wants a second chance to atone for their past
0: and clearly a story that you were riveted by so that you want to cut the rest of the team and just focus on I the don't want to <laughs> cut
1: the rest of the team I just want them to I know um, I'm generating conflict I wanna, just like
0: because I'm taking this true story I want and John spicing Candy
1: it. <laughs> to be a worse person who has to like like be sure. portrayed as, mm-hmm. a, as a worse person not like a very lovely John, Car- John Candy type
0: I want to make a joke about making it less of a Disney movie, but you know they're also drinking in this movie a bunch and you can uh, drink at Disney movies. I didn't realize that you could that that easily. I guess, but yeah, the movie was brought to you by Budweiser and Coca Cola, so <laughs> very, and Adidas. Very, yeah. Sorry, Adidas too. Let's not forget. <laughs>
1: What was the, uh, the the other big one? Oh yeah, they didn't have to like go on a fundraising thing. The whole thing was sponsored by the Jamaican Tourism Board because, of course, it was. That's yeah, such a good it's idea. A great story. How yeah. hard do you? Th- I feel like I could probably raise enough money to send like four Jamaican bobsledders to Calgary.
0: <laughs> I mean, apparently it's over twenty grand. So in nineteen eighty eight. Wow, Not saying would be easy, but that would be my
1: first thing would be to go to the Jamaican tourism Board. Yeah, yeah. And I you'd I w- have to borrow a box. I there.
0: wonder who paid who for this movie too. Like did Jamaica put in money? I'm sure they cut them a good discount to go shoot in Jamaica.
1: Well, how much how much do you think this movie cost? I looked it up earlier, so I know. I mean then you could tell me because I don't know. I
0: think it was 17 million. All right, so which is not bad. No, that's, that's a cool.
1: that's a meaning. Well, you you brought up earlier that uh, this movie almost starred some some very famous people. Why do you think it didn't? <laughs> and which famous people?
0: Uh, well, the one I was most surprised to read because, uh, you know, I'm a, a big fan of Kurt Russell. Uh, is John Candy's role was almost played by Kurt Russell.
1: I I didn't know any of the John Candy alternate castings. Yeah,
0: and that makes sense. Oh, great. This I, exactly. I mean, and same with like the Mighty Ducks. So you, I I'm, sure. I he isn't. He's, in, he's seen in
1: Kurt Russell do coaching in
0: Mystery Alaska. I think. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah. a hockey coach, and yeah, no, he's he's a wonderful, and he's a Disney guy too. Like that. He's that. He's a big, built big Disney from man. the House of Mouse. Um, he was yeah, like you know, famously the last thing that uh, Walt Disney ever wrote was Kurt "Bring Russell's. me the head of <laughs> Kurt Russell." <laughs> Kurt Russell's name on a piece of paper. I he, don't think that's. true he just keeled over and died. That's a good story. Um, but yeah, so Kurt Russell was almost the coach in this movie,
1: and when Kurt Russell dies, his frozen head will go right across uh, Disney, so Which that they can like just peer into each other's peer into souls and Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and John Candy took a price cut on his on his rate in order to get this movie made. Um, and to you know stop Kurt Russell from getting this role because he you know them they've been like the <laughs> As long as, like, I know the age
1: difference I mean, he did die soon after this movie, <laughs> Gavin.
0: Yeah, and uh, just like Walt Disney, the last thing he ever wrote was Kurt
1: Russell. <laughs> <laughs> was um. Shaking his fist in the air. <laughs> well, yep. I, was, I was talking about, like, this guy I mean, like every movie, it just got uh, offered to the biggest stars at the time. And, you know, I always just thought that he just found, like, local actors in, in Jamaica for these roles. Turns out they're all from New York, yeah, no, that checks out. Yeah. I mean, that's how it, it always is. Um, Everyone I didn't Jamaica look up has... anyone's actual background.
0: Everyone in Jamaica has a last name, and usually it doesn't match their first name. So there's Leon no Dougie Dugs, and there's no Leons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is actually one of the few movies where he is credited as without a last name. I think he's like, eh, I'm done with that. Cher can have yeah. it.
1: I, I just assume, because I didn't recognize these people from, from anything else, um, that it was just like they just grabbed... And once I knew they were trying to save money, because this guy offered to denzel washington and eddie murphy yeah no literally in in 1993 like what he would have gone straight from malcolm x to this
0: well the names i saw were cuba Gooding jr and
1: jeffrey wright
0: who i don't even know what jeffrey wright looked like back then i'm trying to think of who jeffrey wright was if he was anybody back then
1: I, um,
0: which, if Jeffrey Wright's listening, I I don't mean that as like a personal thing. I just mean like in terms of, uh, fame and, and, uh, celebrity pull.
1: A lot of, uh, of black actors that I've (laughs) become a lot more familiar with recently. Um, Mm -hmm. I've also gone during quarantine, I, I just watched like a lot of, uh, 90s, either black history or crime or, uh, Just, just a lot of fucking movies that I missed growing up, and I started to like notice, like uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Gus from Breaking Bad, is in a lot of. Oh, interesting. Um, Jeffrey Wright, I was, I I watched Ali, um, and uh, Giancarlo Esposito is playing Will Smith's dad, even though they're he's ten years older. Uh, And also, uh, eight years earlier, he was in a different Malcolm X, uh, different movie with Malcolm X, where he shot Malcolm X. Spoiler alert! I guess you can guess how Malcolm X ends. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, now I now I know that it was uh, Gus playing the (laughs) anonymous
1: assassin. Yeah, basically. Um, So, so Jeffrey Wright is also in that movie and i wish i had more concrete example but i i noticed him in like three Bokeem woodbine was another one or just like i had never seen before like fargo season 2 and it turns out like no i've seen him in everything <laughs> he's just been in wasn't everything.
0: center center front for me,
1: yeah of it. yeah also all the people i'm talking about age very well
0: <laughs> fair point yeah
1: <laughs> so so it'll end up being movies where just like i just assumed that they didn't start acting until until later but they've just been around forever. They've just in been movies, I haven't putting seen in, putting in the time, uh, and not, not not ever- getting offers in a lot of the movies. I did see growing up, um, yeah. So Jeffrey Wright's been around, is my point. Marlon Wayans was offered, yeah. Like the the four that Disney had envisioned. I don't have it up in in front of me. Maybe I do. I do not. Um, <laughs> was uh, Denzel Washington, Marlon Wayans, Eddie Murphy, and Cuba Gooding Jr. I think was yeah. I I wonder who was who was who? Yeah. I mean, I, I know who Eddie Murphy would have been.
0: <laughs> the main character or no, Sanka? He
1: would have been Sanka. I don't Denzel know. Denzel would have been the main character. Oh, okay. That you're talking about, I didn't put that it as those four together. God, that wasn't like sense. the top four for the oh, lead. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I guess Marlon Wayans. M- maybe Marlon Wayans probably would have been Sanka, but then That's what I was thinking. I think well, that movie you're seeing, you just you just Eddie have Murphy, a much I guess funnier be movie junior, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cuba Gooding
0: Jr. has Junior in his name. (laughs) It's it's easier. He's probably been responding to Uh, Junior. Cuba Gooding Jr.
1: uh, and Marlon Wayans are also younger than those other two actors (laughs) by a considerable amount.
0: They're just the the kids racing in the push cart competition. Let's talk about push cart for a second. Let's. I know nothing (laughs) about push cart, so why don't you
1: talk about push cart? Well,
0: I mean, I only know what I've seen in this movie. It looks like soapbox derbies except for you strap a small child to the front of your car. (laughs) <laughs> and then go head to head and just yell at each other and crash into each other like some sort of it reminded me of like Mad Max on an extremely low scale. <laughs> um that's all, you know. This movie makes
1: Jamaica look like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Um uh, Yeah, and like, you know, we've got that cop interaction too. You know, the cops aren't so bad apparently in Jamaica. Uh, unlike most of the rest of the movies come out of Jamaica would have you believe. Um, in this one, you can just drive a rickety old bob co- bobsled slash car into a cop car and get off Scott Fine as long as you've got a John Candy yelling at you <laughs> in a very confusing manner. What
1: was, I mean, that's like, a, I don't think that's so much social commentary as like, oh, absolutely that's Disney not. cops are the good guys and yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be afraid of them, uh, which <laughs> a lot of problematic 90s Disney messages in this.
0: Let's get into them, I guess.
1: Well, first, I wanted to ask what your reaction was when John Candy just came up, started yelling at a cop, and pushed him out of the way. Because <laughs> I expected John Candy to get shot in the face.
0: I mean, it wouldn't have been that out of character for him to wind up in prison for a night. You know, <laughs> hey, we'd, I would have accepted it. Um, but no, this is that kind of movie. Turns out there's a warrant out for his arrest for that time <laughs> that he put weight well, in the he is a bookie. <laughs> he is a bookie, yeah. You know, and he's, like, at the beginning of the movie is, like you're saying, he is losing a large amount of money that seems to matter an awful lot to him. Um so he is at the bottom of whatever barrel he's been circling. Uh so yeah, no, he could there's a a middle of this movie that could have been him being arrested or chased by gangs. That's that the movie I would I have want. accepted. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't think it needs it, but like definitely would not have been a surprise.
1: Yeah. As rather well, the the Disney element I don't like in this is that just like everything's just fun all the time. There's never really problems, and I don't need a gritty version of this no, by any means. No, but, like
0: let me interrupt for a second. Seeing character and yep. tell you that uh, also while they were trying to cast this movie, um, the main characters uh, Leon and Sanka, clearly both character names like we've established, uh, <laughs> uh, they were cast I think one year and three years prior to actually shooting. No. Oh. And so they had seen the development process. This movie was being developed as a straight drama. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't working for a lot of obvious reasons. I feel like that, like this is just a better movie. Want to
1: see Jamaicans be like? I don't. Well, I was about to do an accent. <laughs> say like ice. I'm not going to ice. No, <laughs> man. <Come on. laughs> That's okay. all you get.
0: Um, yeah, no, I mean, I I think the comedy tone of this movie is what I want it to be. Like, this is one of a few feel-good movies that manages to not be so saccharine that it's kind of bothering some. Okay. Now, I don't know if that is me growing up with this movie and not seeing that much of this yet, because now I feel like if this movie came out and I saw a trailer for it, I would not see it.
1: Maybe. Um, I might see it. Although, I definitely just assumed this movie was going to be more offensive than it is.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a, that was the thing that I I really only gave like a passing thought to him. Like, I wonder if there's like racism in this that is like
1: this movie about to make context. an underdogs written and, and directed by white people. Yeah,
0: and um, you know, like there is you could there are undertones. They they address it briefly, um, and very much don't get into it. It's like you know, when they are disqualified, John Candy says to the boardroom that you are banning the only four black men in this sport, which, point. <laughs> and um, what else happens? I'm Also I mean, kind of Germans, irrelevant
1: from if they deserve to be there. but
0: Right, but they do deserve to be there. Like, they, uh, they're being disqualified. Again, they've just, just managed lo- lo- to lo- raise
1: them? the money to, to be there. Like, Well, they qualified at that point.
0: They have beaten the qualifying time. And then they changed the rules so That's the qualification okay, yeah, doesn't so. count. <laughs> so I would say. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I'm with you. And then, like, the German stuff kind
1: of borders on racism. I, you know, If you're going to manufacture that thing, like, you might as well just have the Germans be racist.
0: Well, and it's like they're riding a, a fine line. And, you know, at the end of it, they, he just shows up and he says, hey, we'll see you next year, in Jamaica. <laughs> And they are friends, I guess. I don't think anyone ever talks to the Swiss, now to think about
1: it. Or, like, barely. Well, the Swiss don't speak English, I guess, so. The Swiss speak every language. <laughs> <laughs> I have never met a Swiss person who spoke less than five languages. Show-offs. No, they, well, I mean, they grow up <laughs> speaking three. like in, in, uh, Italian, Swiss, French, and Swiss-German. Uh, and then most of them will just learn English because it's Europe. So I, I feel confident saying, like, every Swiss person speaks passively four languages. And then the ones I met had also like learn other Latin languages. Because if you speak three Latin languages, you might as well speak them all. It's like Pokemon that way? E, sure. <laughs> but at that point, you know, it's like, I passed 150. Like, what are we doing here? Well, when you get the expansion, there's 250 languages. That's what I'm saying. And sometimes you'll find a Mew flying around. <laughs> it's all too much, man. Um, I agree. There's too many languages. <laughs> so How do you feel? Why doesn't about... everyone learn English?
0: <laughs> How do you feel about this Hans Zimmer score?
1: Was that Hans Zimmer? <laughs> that was Hans Zimmer. <laughs> wow, that's another guy who's just always back, much further than I, than I think of. Because yeah. I think of him for like his pulsing like two thousands scores from his, like Gladiator, to Knight, yeah. And I forget that like no, he did Lion King, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool Runnings, and He's... probably had been working for 15 years at that time. Because I think Hans Zimmer's 97. Uh,
0: what about 97?
1: Oh, I think he's 97 years old.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were like you, he came to prowse 97. Like this movie's made in no. 93. Um Yeah, no. Uh Yeah, I'm sure he was a house of mouse person as well. You picture him like back in the um he was a mouseketeer as a kid. He was the weird one in the back playing the keyboard. Right?
1: I <laughs> I don't know <laughs> he started this Hans Zimmer sidebar by establishing I don't know shit about Hans Zimmer
0: well he's he's in the he's in the opening credits of this
1: movie I think he shot Malcolm X in a movie <laughs> I think um, he shot Malcolm X <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah I, I the score is great I mean the score is fine but the the you know they've got that great cover of uh I can see clearly now the rain is gone
1: yeah, I can't um I can't think of the score. I can think of like the, the music supervision yeah. songs in it. It's a good soundtrack. There's there's a good soundtrack.
0: Those those are most of the things I wanted to cover. Do you have anything else you want to cover How do this? you
1: how do you feel about the end?
0: I like it. It happens kinda quick. That's the only thing that I would I would say.
1: It's very quick. They they crash, which is the thing that happens. You yeah. see it happen literally as it happened from the ABC news feed from nineteen eighty eight. That I Which didn't... I can't tell. I guess the the Olympics looked a lot better than I than I thought.
0: Yeah, I mean they're also they are introducing the idea that the way we were watching this is partially through their friends and family back home in Mm -hmm. a bar. So they are intermixing that television footage with the real television footage with the real life footage. So I didn't even notice. Some of the wide shots like do degrade the quality somewhat, but it matches with what we're being shown, so it's very seamless. Yeah, okay.
1: Um so as as you said, they they crash and they get up and, and walk to the finish. And yep. because the movie comes out in 1993, there's a slow clap. Um, do you miss the slow clap? Do you think it should be in more movies? Do you think it should never have existed? You know,
0: I don't miss it, but like when it shows up, I'm not usually mad. <laughs> it's usually a joke of itself now.
1: Yeah. I feel like the last time I saw it was like not another teen movie where the yeah. guy was just trying to start a slow clap and then someone took it away from him. <laughs> he's The whole movie, he's just That's trying to slow clap and it was not not, not the time, not yet. That is now is joke. your moment. Someone else.
0: That is a movie that works a lot better than it should.
1: <laughs> that would be a movie worth covering very <laughs> much. Out of all those... Uh, out of all those, Not like, another movie? Yeah, not another's. Uh, it's the one that sticks out with me and I've watched a few times. I think it's probably the strongest
0: um, of the ones that I can remember. I missed a lot of them because... I like those Wayne brothers, but uh, they are not. They do not have a high hit percentage. I feel like as as a team, especially with given that series. And yeah, none of them were in cool runnings. No. Uh,
1: they they slow clap. They go to the end. Uh, the guy's dad is wearing a Jamaican bobsled. Right. To try to like bring that is him a turnaround. Home. Yeah, that's actually one of the one of the weaker spots of the movie is sure. his relationship with his dad. I I like that idea. Of, it just like, happens just, fast at the end. A kid with a lot of opportunities, uh, just just setting out to do something on his own. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a, that's a strong character. What I don't buy is anybody in the world being like, "Don't be an Olympian. Come home and work for this company." That you could yeah. also do in two months after the Olympics. Literally showing up at the Olympics to stop someone from being in the Olympics. Right, yeah. That that the is the not a before. person that exists. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. At all.
0: Yeah, no, they're definitely putting the whole... And I'm sure, you know, It's pe- this is being written by artists who are, I'm sure, projecting, oh, shit, done. Because it's easy oh, yeah. to do. <laughs> but, oh, I mean, definitely. you do get that Ewell Brenner Jr. relationship, which is such uh a Yeah, no, that movie. was good.
1: And, you know, I, you talked about it. I, I mean, it. that was Ewell Brenner's arc was just, like, learning to not be as much of a dick.
0: <laughs> Learn, well, learning to not be, yeah, um, an island. And junior's learning to stand up for himself and we get that like you know well i guess we, we haven't talked about it like we did go last time which was your directing piece and my directing piece that i did in school where i had to adapt something was this movie and it was the uh buckingham palace conversation between sonka and um yul brenner where yul brenner says that he wants to move away from Jamaica to go live in this house that, unbeknownst to him, is Buckingham Palace.
1: Now, I hope you don't mind being quiet, because I have some reading to catch up on. Reading? That's a children's book. Well, if it's a children's book, then it's much too advanced for the likes of you. So what are you trying to say? What I'm saying is, you're the kind of club-toting raw meat-eating, tarzan you Janing, big stupid head who can only count to ten if she's barefoot or wearing sandals. You can say whatever it is you want to say. Because you're just like every other fool in this school. You're not going anywhere. And you're thrilled to death about it. But you see me? I'm different. I know exactly where I want to be. And after I graduate and become somebody, I'm going to leave this stupid place and go down and live here. That's Buckingham Palace. You plan on living there? You're going to have to marry the queen. Wonderful. Send it to me. We'll splice it.
0: <laughs> and Junior stands up for him and is like, don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah. Go get your palace.
1: Well, that was kind of the, the problematic Disney thing I was alluding to earlier. <laughs> There's a lot of parts of this movie that is just like, because it's coming off of like, because it's a Disney movie, because it's coming off of a lot of uh, Reagan years and everything. It's just, mm-hmm. No, just work hard and things will work out.
0: Right. It the, can be an inspirational
1: pers- message, but it's also a fucking problematic message. You're just like, no, nah, things will work out. You just got to work harder. The
0: person who is saying that is also someone who hasn't had to work in their life yeah. because they have rich parents.
1: Exactly. But you do get that.
0: And then you get the, <laughs> that other flip side of that coin is when Yul Brenner teaches Junior to stand up for himself and you get that, like, I see pride. I see power. I see one badass mother who don't take nothing off of nobody. <laughs> there you go. And that is a delight. Like, oh. It fills me with, like I I should spend more of my life looking in the mirror and uh, repeating that to myself
1: in in the heavy accent. It's not bad. You can also say it to to your dad as he le- as he's leaving in an elevator.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell me what do you see? No, Dad. Tell me what do you see? <laughs> That's <was> the. <laughs> Um, he does manage to sound extremely whiny when he's confronting his
1: dad. The 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 scene that you directed is probably my favorite scene in the in the movie. Most because it's like got the most like mid nineties. I'm using Tarantino usually, but like they just talk about comic books for a little bit, and then there is like I don't know. It's a it's a very well constructed scene that also ends up being one of the funniest.
0: There's a, I think there's a lot of those, and one thing that this movie does very well that like is taught in film school because I feel like this is a very film school movie in a lot of ways it extremely paint by numbers despite like like you said you said the fish out of water situation like it is very much they're putting together variables knowing the equation will work in a lot of ways and scene by scene one thing they do very strongly is like every scene has a beginning middle and end it has a conversation that's happening and decisively goes someplace there's no this movie may feel like filler in a lot of places, especially the montages, which are obviously not what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the dialogue is all extremely functional in like,
1: and then manages to be heartwarming, too. And fun. Yeah. Uh, when, when, I, when I talk about um, my problems with, like, the, the fun in the movie... It's more like a couple specific... Okay, so the first scene with John Candy where they're trying to get him to coach and they're just popping up in different parts around the bar while he's comically trying to hit them with pull cues and everything. Right. That did not work for me. So much of that did not work for me. He opens a toilet stall and they're there. I'm just like, fuck, is that the tone of this movie? It kind of is. It kind of is, but it's better when it's not. Okay. I don't know. There's... I don't know. I don't know, Gavin. All right, so here's my take about this movie. Stop me if you've heard this take before. Um, when they crash at the end, mm-hmm. and the movie ends so fast. They walk, yeah. and then it fades out on a picture. I think they died in the crash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that explains the the slow limp to the end, the abrupt finish, where everything works out, and they get a slow clap. I think humans only get a slow clap when they are slowly walking towards the light. Wow. That's I mean, my head candidate. You can't disprove it.
0: I will say that that crash, like every time I see it, it is well. Like you said, they are using real footage, and they're intercutting, you know, footage that they're shooting for this. It is terrifying. Like, and you know, early on we also skipped over it, but John Kennedy does show that, like, basically red asphalt uh, <laughs> version of bobsledding. He's like, "Here's all the ways you can die." Oh yeah, your, you bones, know, won't, your won't bones won't. Your bones won't break.
1: They'll shatter.
0: They'll shatter. That's terrifying. And like we watch them. Their helmets are just bouncing off of the sides of the ice. Yeah, it was brutal to scrape them at like an insane speed. I don't and like, want to do it so bad. Reading like the real guys who went through it, like they're talking about like um, the smell of their the fiberglass on their helmets burning off Oof. is something they were left with because that's how fast they're going. That even like with ice, just the friction is causing like ba- the things basically to just like burn and erode. It's mm-hmm. terrifying. And like, yeah, it's all on their fucking necks.
1: And then there's an off-screen crash where you get a TIE fighter sound and the sound of like a hubcap coming (laughs) off. There's a
0: lot of uh, there's a lot lot of (laughs)
1: ADR. There's a lot of wonderful. uh, I got no problem with that. Yeah, that was like a couple seconds longer than I would like. But
0: when John Candy first reveals their bobsled is actually one of my favorite moments. (laughs) Yes, because they're surrounded by all these beautiful bobsleds, and then he rips off the thing. Yeah, and like it's entirely sound effects but like you just hear pieces of metal falling <laughs> off of it and i'm just like uh, uh there's nothing more i want from this this is
1: perfect yeah you, and you don't have to know anything about bobsleds to, no. to be on board and have all the context from yeah them. you've seen a, a perfect bobsled because everyone whoa and just coos over it and then you see this this piece of shit death trap <laughs> yeah where they will certainly all die in as they do with this movie <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, like you said, I I can't disprove it for you. <laughs> I mean, we can point to the true story where they did crash and survived, but um, apparently, did not lift is the is the main fabrication as they just walked alongside it. Um, towards the ending, but yeah.
1: So Gavin, so Sage, how do we feel about this movie? But like, let's you, put some metrics on it. Okay, you're asking me to put some like like yeah, if we had some, some, some sort, sort of, of three tier system like is it still good is it
0: better as a memory yeah yeah. or uh should we put it into a death trap on blades and push it down a hill at very fast speeds and um give it a slow cap as it limps off into the distance
1: do we do we uh take it bobsledding without properly training them for the death sport that it is um i mean do you want me to go first we show up at its (laughs) olympic events and demand that it comes home to work at a bank
0: (laughs) yeah do we forbid it from uh, competing (laughs) in the olympics um i i love this movie i think it's great it's not one that i've thought about very often recently it's not one that i really has not been on my mind but it had been for a long part of my life it's something that fills me with warmth i find it extremely endearing and yeah i I think it's still good like it I, revisiting it it's exactly as I remember it. It doesn't feel like cheap like it's it's a very saccharine movie, but it's not overly saccharine, which is a line that I think is very easy to cross mm-hmm. and I think that it, that is very subjective, but like it just works for me. It's a very fun movie, and I have a good time watching it
1: yeah i have um i mean I don't have really anything. Bad to say about this movie, I I can highlight a lot of things where like, oh, that could have been different, or oh, I would have preferred if it had done differently. So I'm I'm still giving it, and is this still good? I do think it could You're be better. It, and is this still good? I am giving it. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> that my verdict. the <laughs> just like a, a a cover of a of a '90s <laughs> comedy. Just
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing you. Doing that joke's big, not going to work alf- on a podcast. At the Alfred E. Newman, uh, what me? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh there's a bunch of people who are arguing in the background.
0: All right, slow cap, continue.
1: <laughs> yeah, still good. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what do okay. you think, cats? Uh <laughs> That's going to get us sued. <laughs> so, I have some wonderful news as someone who who loves Do we have to do this bit when it's to each other? <laughs> I
0: think we do. I think it's contractual, yes. Please continue.
1: Okay. Uh the good we own the rights <laughs> to cool runnings as oh, uh, majority shareholders in Disney.
0: <laughs> I am really proud of that investment. Back back then, you know, in uh what was it? Sixty two when was Disney
1: last unprofitable? I guess in the two thousands. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, we uh we we own the rights to this and it's our fiduciary responsibility, blah 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 to uh to just make more more cool runnings content. Uh, it's actually crazy to me that this is not already a Disney Plus show. Yeah, I mean that's not what I would. I mean, all those <laughs> every Disney Plus show that's not a Marvel property, and maybe some of the Star Wars one, just seems very uninteresting to me. I d- can't even think of any. Oh, every single Disney property that is like made for for like a teenage Disney audience, for the most part, has. I one. Guess there's a high, high School Musical, musical yeah, yeah. the series, the musical, there are Mighty Ducks. There's there a Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks one. That's the thing. There's a lot of these that you're not even. There's a Turner and Hooch one with Miles Teller. Uh, okay. Not Miles Teller. Uh, Josh pack. It doesn't matter. I who don't know cares. Do who shit. <laughs> um, But anyway, we have the rights. There's so many more than, you, than, than you're aware of. And you would recognize the property of every single one. You're like, huh, that?
0: I mean, I did just go and watch um, the scruffy P.I. T- Turner
1: and Huge? No. The gruff, the crime dog. So doctor.
0: there's this series. This is an extreme tangent. But there's a trilogy of movies about this boy who finds a ring. That makes him exchange bodies with a close dog. Uh huh. The logic is not more concrete than Freaky that. Fur Day. Yes. And uh, there, this is a trilogy of movies. I have not seen the first one, but I have seen the second one where he is a dad now and he is running for district attorney.
1: So that's Freaky Fur Day, next Fur Day, Fur Day after next,
0: right? Yes. Um, so he's running for district attorney. But he keeps transforming into a dog when he doesn't want to, and it's hampering his chances of running
1: for district attorney. <laughs> look, there's, look, Gavin. There's, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't body swap <laughs> with a human and run for district attorney.
0: Yeah, and uh, if you just look up, I would highly recommend the Shaggy DA. Uh, just look it up for like scenes where you watch a man turn into a dog and then sucker punch an evil villain. Uh, it's a good time. I see. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, we have the we have the rights to. Uh... <laughs>
1: We have the rights to Cool Runnings, I mean, and we're going to make another project right now. Bumper. We're reviving a
0: canceled undercover police program from the 80s. Oh, well, it's
1: not a remake, it's a reboot. You see, the guys in charge of this stuff lack
0: creativity.
1: What the fuck is a reboot?
0: So all they do now is recycle shit from
1: the past. are working on this of a shriekle and more of a screen Expect us all not to notice. Okay, I like it. Another! <laughs> and we're back from the Bumper. <laughs>
0: Honestly, uh this I would I would watch a series of this like you were saying. I wouldn't want it to be straight Disney Teens. That doesn't sound fun to me. But if you gave me something that's maybe a, t- takes it a little bit more serious than this movie does but maintains the humor and humanity that this movie is working with like in terms of like give me the cheesy sports version of this movie that like, this movie nailed that formula. Just give it to me longer and uh, harder and faster. What were we talking about?
1: asked <laughs> <laughs> yes, that twice is your same thing. Um... Yeah,
0: but then I was making a sex joke. Oh. And I, I, and I didn't know how to get out of it, and I was really trying not to.
1: You got to keep your sex jokes out of our Cool Runnings reboot. <laughs> 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 yeah, I really wish. Yeah. Or make it a real, like... Uh, ooh, ski comedy, yeah. Cool Runnings, like, sexy 80s ski comedy. <laughs> I mean, I would watch that. That does something. Unless everyone's fucking in the bobsleds. Well, it's the Olympic Village, you know, famously. Uh, oh, God. A, a sex Fuck, village. that is the movie I watch. Yep. Jamaicans aren't even, the, the Jamaicans in the movie aren't even aware. They're so concerned about actually bobsledding, and they don't realize what the Olympic Village is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that is going to get into some weird, uh, you're talking about avoiding racism conversations (laughs) and and 80s, yeah.
1: Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the Olympic Village is essentially an accidental eugenics baby machine.
0: (laughs) Do people actually get pregnant there much?
1: I assume some of them do. (laughs)
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Fair enough. So want it accidental?
0: You want to see the sex comedy. I, 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 I do, too. That sounds, <laughs> to that exist, sounds like yeah. a delay. All, all I
1: really want is just a less Disney I'll tell you what I, what I, what I actually want, want the in, FX. in a movie. <laughs> and I would like to see this movie again, because I don't think it will take away anything from the original. I think we just get uh, a different version. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there is so there's a, a, a more recent movie called Eddie the Eagle. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this movie.
0: I have not seen this movie.
1: I do know if you've seen this movie, because I asked you earlier.
0: I but continue to have not seen this movie it is
1: a it was it was the weird movie matthew vaughn did in between kingsman movies uh it also takes place at the 1988 calgary olympics and it is hugh jackman playing the coach role to taron edgerton so like talent all over this thing and i don't i don't i wish i remembered the movie a little bit better i remember liking it a lot i remember liking it a little bit more than cool runnings and i think the reason for that is like hugh jackman's kind of just a fuck up in it. I think he spends a lot of the movie drunk. I could be confusing it with other Hugh Jackman as a bad person movies like Bad Education. Um, but uh, I kind of want I I want more of that. I've already said this. I want John mm-hmm. Candy to like go through an arc where he goes from bad person to good person. Not just the, the shiny Disney second chance thing that's printed all over this movie. I want the the other the other inciting incident in this movie that doesn't work for me is that all the Jamaica bobsled happens because he sees a picture on a wall and asks a question about it. Like I think, and this is closer to what happened in in the reality is like some business people put this together. I think you have a version where John Jamaican Candy is, like, is just an trying theory. to con them for 20000 and then ends up having to go to the Olympics and then has to make choices between, like, self-serving and, like, this team, this new family that he's found. I think that's a little bit more powerful. Um,
0: I mean, more powerful, I think, is a strong take. But I, I would enjoy it. That does sound fun. Yeah. And,
1: you know, you find a way to do that and a sex
0: comedy, I'm there.
1: Yeah. also... <laughs> The Jamaicans are just parting it up at the Olympic Village. Um, well, yeah, and got maybe they place. introduce w- weed to Northern Europe. I don't know. It's and the, the, East. the East
0: Germans are addicted
1: to. His, they're all dicks to their yeah. girlfriends. I would also make all the Europeans <laughs> terribly racist. I mean, I don't have a well thought out take on this. I just <laughs> no, I'd like to, see, don't it don't it I'd like it. to see it again. Yeah. I'd like to see a difference. I don't have a problem with the original, and I don't think it, it takes away from
0: it. No, I, I agree. I. I... This is a movie that, like, I do love the original. I would not be mad at them rebooting this. I would almost certainly not see it because I don't think they would do anything interesting with it. But it's because it's still a Disney property. But as you covered, like, and I think we covered, there's yeah, there was definitely interesting things you could do with this movie that I would. Yeah. I would watch a series based on
1: this. And Disney's still probably capable of making like interesting properties. I don't think they are capable of making interesting properties out of already out of properties they have already done.
0: Well, and the interesting thing about this is that it is a true story. Yeah, and so that does. I don't know if they really control the rights the same way because true stories are.
1: That's that's inherently
0: like, it, yeah. As long as you don't base it on this movie,
1: it's kind of like how in other countries you can just make Winnie the Pooh because yeah. it's not actually a Disney property. Well, Winnie the Pooh can't I make them look like Disney's Winnie the
0: Pooh. Exactly, Poo. is now actually um, public domain. It's public domain. Yeah. Okay, uh, so but like as in as
1: Russia, they were making it in the 50s yeah. and 60s. You just can't
0: do the red shirt. The red shirt belongs to Disney. Yeah,
1: exactly. You can't style them that way. And there's there's a lot of properties like that. I think there's probably certain rights around, like well, probably everything Disney's done. Like you, anybody can do a Peter Pan tale, but you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't have too many similarities. We, we know a guy. <laughs> yeah we do know i know multiple people that have made uh, peter pan stories i think that that about does it i think i think that does about a does it gavin <laughs> i've got one final question for you Is before we pack animals? it up and go back to jamaica what does cool runnings mean uh peace be the journey we'll see you next time